Welcome to Curly's Mailbag. We've just been playing Call of Duty online together and it looks like I've won the last game because Curls has shaved his head as a consequence. Still in there, big boy. It's brave. Oh, not really. Um, I've been potted on the on the little birdie show this morning about my weight, so I thought I'd shave off the three kilos of hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's just body hair, not the hair off my head. <laughs> Being of Italian descent. Um, and I've booked in to see a PT from Monday onwards too, mate. So I'm going to be lean, mean, fighting machine, romper stomper like um, yeah. for, uh, for the next time we catch up. Yeah, you're, mate, I thought you'd be dropping weight because it sounds like you, don't, you haven't really had much of a day off. Um, this week we've got Toowoomba Friday. So you're in the Black Shorts, you're on the home deck, which is yep. exciting. You've got Gatton Saturday for 11 of the best. And then I'm going to do a cameo. Well, it's going to be tag team, Gat and Gold Coast, double G, uh, with some good races down at the Gold Coast as well. So it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty fat weekend of racing, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's actually, the, the racing is holding up as far as, you know, the depth's concerned in, in the metropolitan Queensland races. But um, all that does for me is just pushes those uh, average horses back down to the provincials and then, you know, I get to sink my teeth into these, uh, you know, provincial two meetings at the places like Gatton, you know, where there's just one or two winning chances every race and, you know, barring incident or bad luck, we should be sort of getting well and truly in front of them. So I love this time of year because I, I love folk, obviously, as you know, I do most of my work, you know, out wide. And so this time of year, you always see one or two that aren't quite up to the, up to the mark in higher grades, sort of drop back to that provincial two sort of level and, and just become, you know, nice bets. So. Love it. Right, for the picking. Indeed. All right, well, um, just so there's something there for the guys. And we're obviously going to miss the Sunshine Coast meeting, but there's a couple of uh, black type races there. The first one is a 1,000-metre race, uh, race six at the Sunshine Coast, and Emerald Kingdom's come up favourite over the 1,000 metres, which is interesting because his best figures seem to be around the 1,200 and 1,400-metre mark. What, what did you think of his early price at around the $4 quote? Yeah, short enough. Um like you said, I think that he hit the nail on the head there with his distant ranges and range and where he's most effective. Um, you know, obviously he's, he does, um, he does hold a nice strong gallop over further. So might find these a couple sharp enough. And but this, this race is sort of how I look at the, the placement of a horse like Emerald Kingdom. It's going to get him well at listed level, you know, against some, some good quality performed uh, thousand metre horses. So I don't think this is anywhere near its grand final, clearly. So, uh, you know, a good pipe opener for it would be a good enough return for connections, I would have thought there. So from a betting, from a betting point of view, it just doesn't set up um, like a bet at all. Mm. Yeah, it's, um, it's a really odd market because I can find a few negatives. I thought Sugar Boom probably needed the run last start, so it might be an improver, but there's a, like a pretty long tail to this race. And there was a runner that caught my eye um, at Rose Hill last start and it's come up massive odds here. I think $17 is the best price in the market. Um, we sort of have to, yeah, grit, grit our teeth a little bit with um, Robbie Frad on Badahoz. But, um, yeah, it's, it, there was nothing wrong with its run, and I think the, um, the big track at the Sunshine Coast will definitely suit it. It'll get a long time to wind up. Uh, it's drawn sort of middle of the field, so it doesn't have to go back to last. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, I think it's a uh, it's a massive chance, and it's really suited here over 
a thousand meters uh, on a really big track three weeks between runs. Yeah, there's um, look, I could, I've got a knock on. You could find a knock for most of these. I think um, you know from top to bottom, you'll have a look at a horse like Tarzan, who's you know brilliant at this track. I think he's a track record holder. You know, runs super, but he draws the widest gate, um, so he's going to have to sit deep and still beat them. Uh, he's tough, and he'll mm. you know he'll certainly be right there. Um, Spurcraft, not the same horse at all. This preparation and um, Charlotte White no longer training the horse. The horse has been transferred to Kelly Schweder. So, be interesting to to uh, to see what happens there. Um, I see that the tongue tie has gone back on this horse as well. It has had the tongue tie on before and it failed. Um, so there's a few question marks around it. Consistently takes up a high percentage of the market though. This horse because it has got some blistering figures. Mm. Uh, last preparation so you can understand why it's kept safe in all the early markets um you know then you've got horses like we've mentioned emerald kingdom and then you go to you know down the track down the list from there um sugar boom another horse that's sort of stepping up in grade it's going to really know it's in a race this time you know it's it's up it's against you know older horses here stronger season sprinters so it's not going to just be jump on the bunny find a rhythm and, and kick away here it's going to be a pretty frantic thousand. So, you know, um, coming back to to barter jaws, it just does, like you say, it does map nicely, and and uh, you'd expect it to be uh, to be finishing off really strongly. Mm, I don't think that price will last, and uh, I think it's just yeah, great each way bet, especially as you say, um, with sort of speed on. Let's jump across to race seven, uh, the Wayne Wilson uh, quality over sixteen hundred meters. There was a runner that caught my eye last last start, and that was Atana. Uh, it's sort of, I think it's had a couple of months between runs. Probably needed the, the hit out. I'm not sure if the 1600s going to be its go, or you know, there might be an 1800 or 2000 meter race in a couple of weeks' time. So, as I often do that, I find a horse that I think's ready to peak, and sometimes I, I might back at the start, like catch it, at, you know, one start early on occasion. So that was an eye catcher for me, but. Um, what did you like out of the race? Yeah, look, it's a pretty even race, I thought. Um, I think, obviously, the market sort of reflects that. Baccarat Baby is short as $4.60 some places. Um, look, I, I suppose in a race like this is what when I think they're pretty even. I, I try and work, um, you know, from the favourite out to try and find where there, one might have been missed and, and why the horse is so short. Look, just mm. I kept going back over that replay of Baccarat Baby and... Like Mick Hell Yeah was um, <laughs> like he was swinging off this horse. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it was it was completely stuck it on. It was completely stuck it on from the you know from the corner. How far this? Um, never quickened. If if you have a look at it, sectional times in the race, it um, I shouldn't say it never quickened, but you know it, it. I don't think the horse sort of was suited to that. I'll just wait, 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 wait. Press the button. You know he's. Looked like he could have been building and you know put a and put a margin on the on the eventual winner and then potentially held it, but didn't. Um, the other horse just sprinted too good for it late. So obviously we gets this horse goes up in trip and you can understand why it's favourite. Um, if you go back to its last prep, um, ran behind ran more than you know done itself more than bloody proud of running behind a horse like um, Melody Bell. You know acquitted itself well there. Mm. You know, I think it was, you go back another prep, it went to Sydney, um, wasn't far off from it at group level there as well. So 
it has acquitted itself very well. Its runs in Melbourne were good. Um, you know, last start I was thinking 1,400 home track. D Van Dyke probably get the job done, but Silvera was too good for it. Does it improve again up to 1,600? I don't know. Like David Van Dyke's horses seem to sort of, this horse in particular, um, you know, does seem to run well throughout the prep, if you know what I mean, right? It's not sort of peaking. didn't look to be peaking towards something. Uh, obviously, it's ran well both runs back from a spell. So how much improvement is in it, I don't know. Um, sort of a little bit inconclusive for me. Um, so that's sort of work from the favourite out. And I just can't find a reason why I'd want to be taking the 460 now about that horse. Uh, and then I sort of get out mm. to horses like Magnifier. Um, you know, obviously back in trip a little bit. Um, went, went really well at this trip. Two starts ago at Doom and... You know, it's a, it's a very open race. I'd rather be taking something that's, um, you know, that's over the odds and that, it, that can get the right run on the map than something right on its right price. Yeah, there's there's another horse that had a, another quiet run, a man to match uh, this start, but, you know, I think this is the wrong race for it. I think I'd probably, to, to bet into this market, I'd, I'd probably want to see a bit more market intelligence and, and get a bit of a guide, and I think, There'll be no rush to get a price about the horse you want it back and just wait till all the percentage sucks back out of the market. Let's um let's keep it short and sharp uh, tonight. Um and let's kick across to the Gold Coast. You might uh you might have a breaking news story, have you? You a little bit of a I don't know. I don't know whether it's breaking. I don't know whether it's breaking. Um I did notice that um in race six, is it? Yeah, the wisdom of water. I noticed, uh, I did see that Aquas Farm popped up in the uh, ownership there and after a little bit of investigation, found out that it uh, looks like they've purchased uh, some of this horse and um, be looking to stand it. It started all going well for them, I'd imagine, being a cult. Um, mm. So I'm looking at this race saying newly purchased Group 3, extremely winnable race. It's a $1.65 favourite, terrible race. And the only danger is a Aquas horse trained by Chris Waller. Um, Safiano? Um, yeah. Look, wouldn't surprise me one bit if I scratched Safiano, saved it for next week, and then that horse would be two weeks into the JJ Atkins. Um, it was a last start 1,400-metre winner, back to a 1,200-metre race here. So wisdom of water, super return, did it in second gear last start. This is a this is a terrible terrible Group Three field. Um, mm. it, it does look the most progressive horse and the most dynamic horse at twelve hundred, and I think it just wins. Yeah, the um, there's a rough, there's a roughie here that might fill the placings. I thought it was a good turnaround last start. Uh, Kavak, it, <clears throat> it showed a, it showed a little bit of ability um, early last preparation. Kavak from the Chris Muntyard, and I thought. Um, its finale last start over the 1100 at Doomburn, um was sort of eye-catching behind, got a kiss in Goldsboro, which looked pretty solid horses um, for Queensland sort of types. So I think that Kavak form will be good. Might, yeah, I think the form will be really good. But you know, I like the horse, um, but I probably prefer to back it to the place. And, yeah, I'm just very wary that, um, that Wisdom Award is going to be a, um, yeah, a bit of a class act and he might just, just dominate this um this field. The uh, the other key race over there at the Gold Coast, uh, we get to see the return of Command and Conquer, uh, Hightails in the mix, the Odyssey. 
uh, was too good for Garibaldi. Last start, it's probably got its measure of what we've seen so far. And there's an interesting runner, Bellevue Hill, who's first up from uh, from Sydney. The road has been specced in early betting uh, and exhilarates uh, is first up also. It's a pretty uh, it's a pretty deep race. It's intriguing, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. We've seen um, Command and Conquer last week uh, at 900 metres after that little let-up that it had where it sort of just um, poked along just behind midfield and really rattled to the line late. As a barrier trial, more than anything for this. Um, look, I suppose this horse still has a bit of X factor about it, um, Command and Conquer, and it's he's the way that I'm leading, leaning at this stage. Um, like you said, there's some decent horses here, like Baroda going around at fourteen at fourteen dollars in any race in Queensland. Um, mm. You know, it does look a big price. A horse like Baroda was interesting last start. Where normally had been on speed, where last start jumped really well, and and Andrew Mallion sort of snicked it and um, took cover in in a pretty slowly run race. But you know, she was very dominant late uh, and looked extremely good through the line. And they were going to take her down south actually for. Scone guineas or something, and elected to bypass mm. that to come here. So, this goes to show the depth of the race. She's a fourteen dollar chance. Um, yeah, it's crazy. So isn't it? It's a it's a it's a super race. Looks good speed on on paper. Um, it's just a matter of you know, it's just a matter of what they want to do with Command and Conquer this week from the gate. They've got the options. They can press forward. Um, did that has done that over thirteen fifty race forward and raced handy, and and was still able to reel off some really nice sectionals late in that race so he's going to be strong enough um but this is a different this is a different race setup for him you know when he led and won over thirteen fifty when he on speed and beat vanna girl it's mm. a different different pressure altogether than than what he than what you sort of expect to see here i would have thought so yeah extremely interesting race mm. for sure and probably at 380 now at some places command and conquer short enough yeah i i tend to agree um he might just still, like, although he's had sort of the, the 900 metre sort of blowout, he may have a little bit of a fitness edge um, and that might have, you know, held him in really good um, stead for this, you know, versus horses like Exhilarates and Bellevue Hill. Um, I think Hightail has, it brings pretty solid figures mm. um, and, yeah, it'll just be a, a quite a, you know, a tactical affair, I guess. Can Hightail come off its back? Um, I, I would have mapped Command and Conquer ahead of that um, and can hand, sorry, Hightail running down. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm not too sure. He's, gee, it, he just looks like this command and conquer. The more work that you put into this horse, the more he'd respond. He just looks like an absolute beast. And yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, the way he sort of won those uh, two starts prior to his uh, barrier trial last, last start. Um, you don't often see horses win sort of like that, do you? No, look, he's done, uh, he, what, and what he's shown too, he seems to improve um, just his racing manners as well. You know, like he's, he seems to have a bit more of an idea of what the whole game's about, you know, as each run's progressed. And even last start, he sort of, he didn't really have, he didn't really need, well, he, he didn't really expect him to sort of get as close as he did at the end of 900 from where he was in the run. So um, mm. he's just, he's untapped, I think. Um, and he looks like one of those horses where the better competition that he races, that he'll race better himself. So I'm excited to, yeah. see, what, to see what he can do. But um, from a punting proposition, he's probably about, you know, I don't really want to be diving in at that sort of 380 mm. mark to just to cheer a horse that I like. 
yeah, exactly. It's more, um, it's more watch and uh, watch and learn and enjoy. Yeah, the key is not to go bananas every race, and uh, I guess we sort of proved that at the bulldozer, on, especially on day two. Um, we we're pretty patient. The results really didn't go our way. We had sort of backs to the wall for sort of two days, but we still tried to preserve the bank, and we end up getting the getting the result. But um, yeah, to sum up, I'd probably say that Batterholes each way would be. My best off the off the races that we've previewed tonight. Uh, if you want to get involved, head to the mailbag and get Curly set, um, my set, and yeah, all the boys are seeing him uh, quite well at the moment. Girls, are you going to uh, what's what's your best or your a value or a or a lay um, for us? Look, there's one at um, oh geez, I don't, I don't think I'll be laying that. Well, I am covering the meeting tomorrow um, at Toowoomba. Toowoomba. There, yeah. Um, it, oh, there's one horse, there's no spoil in the price right now, but really interested to see the return of um, race two, number one at Dark Sun. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, he was a, uh, a two-year-old, still a two-year-old. It was a, one, of, one of the early two-year-old races here, the first one in Queensland. Um, and then he's gone on. Um, from that to then run close up behind Wisdom of Water and uh, chase home, Chasing Home Rothfire and Kiss Yukano. Um, so we know Wisdom of Water. We've seen it. Mm, and, pretty um, strong form. Very, very strong form. Um, you're not a genius sort of saying it looks the winner <laughs> at, at $1.85, but, um, you know, you can take $1.65 about Wisdom of Water in a group three uh, yeah. At the Gold Coast, or or you can take a bit better price about a horse with just as good with you know with just as good winning chance and equally as you know as good a form for the race they're contesting. You know, two year old mm, class, class one played at Toowoomba. Mm, yes, yeah, so. that's what it's about. Sometimes it's drop the ego and not try and back the winner in the the group or the listed race, but yep. poke around out wide and, and find the value and, and pick off the bookies there. Um, they don't really want you to do that. And they'll advertise and they'll push you into the uh, the glamorous type races, um, which are always yeah, the hardest ones to find the winner because there's so many more chances in a in a glamorous race in Sydney than what there is at Gatton in a benchmark fifty five. Exactly, exactly. All right, curls. I'll let you get back to Call of Duty. Thanks everyone for <laughs> tuning in, and uh, we'll have more of Curly's mailbag this time next week. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Cheers, mate.